How we feeling? Welcome to the How We Feel podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Joey. I'm a life and relationship coach, blogger, and psychology student at the University of Utah. I'm a social justice educator, blogger, photographer, lawyer, and PhD student in philosophy and history of education at The Ohio State University. And we're two emotionally literate friends. On this podcast, we'll be talking everything from a place of empathy, emotion, and feeling. Welcome to episode 18, Mirroring, on the How We Feel podcast. Off we go. That's that's so interesting. Speaking of movies and TV shows, I remember, I mean, now four or five years plus ago in my life, I'd go to a movie or watch a show or listen to a song and like mm. like you said all that energy and that emotion like I would feel it to the nth degree. Absolutely. Oh my god, the character's so sad, they're heartbroken, her whatever, the husband just passed away, the son is can't oh my it's terrible, it's so yeah. intense. And I would internalize that. I've never even really I mean obviously generally but specifically thought about how do we distinguish between sympathy, empathy versus taking on the emotion of another person's experience. Joey, I feel like you're very well versed in doing this. How are you able to take a step back and even, wait a second, what's going on here? Am I being sympathetic? Am I being empathetic? How do you navigate that? That's hard. I honestly would say I struggle with it. Um, I'm a sympathetic crier. If people cry, Mm -hmm. I cry too. Um, And I try to express empathy as much as I can, right? So like, I want to understand, I want to put myself in your position to best understand your thought process, what you're feeling, how it's impacting you. But I don't want to leave our interaction carrying away your emotion, right? It's not my own. Like, it doesn't belong to me. And yet still, I'm taking it in. How do I keep it external? And I think for me, I'm still struggling with that at times where I can have a really heavy conversation with a friend. I've supported them. I've been present with them. And yet still, I leave afterward and I'm I'm down in the dumps, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm down bad. I am, <laughs> like, heavy. I feel, I don't know, I'm carrying their stuff too, right? But that's not mine to carry. So, and while you were you were speaking there, and even and asking my own question with your response, it made me think. I mean, the the discussion, not necessarily on the podcast that you and I had last week, and it made me reflect on, like you said, taking on the emotions of others. And I was reflecting on my own experience, like I said, with movies in the past, with with friends, they'd be overwhelmed, they'd be sad, they'd share experiences with me, and I would identify or define that as like you said, sympathy or empathy. Oh, I'm being empathetic. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a very empathetic person. I'm an empath. Mm. We've all heard those titles, (laughs) seen all those TikToks. Um, But something that I feel like is so key in that process is being in tune with and feeling your own emotions. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm feeling my own emotions and able to navigate those for myself, when someone presents their own emotions, Mm -hmm. when they're feeling overwhelmed, when they're feeling distressed, when they're feeling excited, like you said, at that point, because I'm feeling my own emotions and navigating those correctly, successfully, now I'm able to meet them with empathy Mm -hmm. and be excited for them. And like, Mm -hmm. almost not like, I don't want to say logically, but Mm -hmm. able to approach that and like stand in that with them and be excited and be present in that emotion, offer compassion 
once again, without taking on yeah. the heaviness, the energy of the emotion behind that. Just simply, I love you. I'm here for you. Let me give you a hug. Can I, can I do something for you? That's the opportunity when you have your own emotions in check that they don't become an overflow mm-hmm. when the energy of someone else's emotions are present. Absolutely. I think we're often presented with those situations like work, professionally and personally, right? Like where others are coming into our lives with anxiousness, where something has happened, they messed up. Um, I remember being at court and my clients would just be distraught, right? Like they're being rude, they're being angry, they're being mean, they're being petty, whatever it is. And they want you to uh, respond in that same way. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do that, right? Like I'm not obligated to do such a thing. You're like, overwhelming emotions don't have to be the way I respond. I can set a boundary. I can have my own emotions and I'm going to respond actually with calmness. I'm not going to mirror your emotions, but I'm going to respond in a different way. What you actually need. I need to be uh, poised. I need to be present and I need to be like in control of my own emotions. That's it. I can calm you down. I can bring you to a place where we can work together as opposed to just being uh, overrun by your emotions, bulldozing mine. Hmm. I think I think that's so fascinating and it made me think of the phrase holding space Mm. that in those circumstances when someone is feeling a lot or needs help or some support or some empathy whatever that is the ability to once again understand the distinction of their emotions their energy versus my own Mm -hmm. and simply just showing up for them Mm. holding space for them once again if asking them hey what, what are you looking for from me? Mm-hmm. Do you want some questions? Do you mm. want just to listen? Like, what is it that you're looking for from me? Yeah. And then offering that from a place of safety. Right. right now, you're going through a lot. You're experiencing a lot. You're feeling a lot. That's okay. I still love you. Mm. I'm here to simply hold space for you while you navigate those emotions. And as a part of that safety, primarily for yourself, as well as the person that is sharing, mm. I think there's a necessity for being in touch and in tune with yourself and therefore setting boundaries Mm -hmm. around those emotions, right? What is okay with me for you to just show up and, oh, Joey, it's been a terrible day. I'm so sad. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, all these problems. Is that okay with me? Or Mm -hmm. is it, hey, Joey, do you have like 10, 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going through a lot. I just need some help. What is it and how is it that we allow people to display or offer or show up in their own emotions around us what what does that look like for you joey in regards to those boundaries mm-hmm. around people sharing their emotions with us what have you learned about yourself that's huge when i was in college our student center used to have the space called a refuge room so Dang. it would be either for someone like having like a panic attack or you have like a mental health crisis or maybe other some other kind of emergency and it was a space where mm-hmm. you go to like re collect yourself, get it together, Mm. calm down, uh, and then rejoin wherever you were. And I think about that, like I can create a separate space outside of me as a refuge for people to come in, uh, posit their emotions in, and then depart, right? Like Mm. I'm no longer the the vessel, the vehicle, Mm. um, the recipient, I don't know, Recipient. 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 Yeah. There we are. That's the word I'm there looking for. I got you. <laughs> uh, the recipient of their emotions, but rather um, the facilitator. I can be part of that experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the person like directly receiving. And much like you said, I think 
asking those questions of like, what are you looking for from me? Or let me give you some options. Do you want to just vent? Do you want me to give you solutions? Do you want me to help you do something? Do you just want me to listen? Because you're the person who's impacted, it's hard to uh, determine what you need. You're, when right. you're the one who needs help, it's hard to ask for help. So let me give you those options to take away having to make a choice. Choose from those options, multiple choice instead of a short answer, and then let's right. go. Then I'm going to do what you need me to do, and I can keep those things separate. And when I leave that interaction, I'm leaving those emotions that you've deposited in that refuge space there. I'm not taking them with me anymore. I don't have to. Huh. I love that. I think... Like I said, reflecting my own experience, I, I think of relationships of my own choosing and my decisions where the value that I perceived that I brought to the relationship was being that vessel for mm-hmm. their emotions mm. and always being there when they needed a vent or when they needed, Ooh. oh, my coworker's so annoying or yeah. my mom just bothered me or school is so hard or whatever I was there and willing to like no give me that like that's the space I hold is to Mm. just hold your emotions when in reality there was no boundaries for myself Mm -hmm. and like you said that became absolutely a dysfunctional pattern within myself and and one of like deep overwhelm because not only did I have my emotions but I literally was taking on consistently emotions from all these different relationships yeah it's like the green mile like you're just taking oh it all in. I'm like, you're going to explode. You can't, that's not normal. That's not our jobs. That's not our purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair to us also, right? Like we're not here just to be, just to take the heaviness, the hardship, the hurt of other people. I'm a person because I think on the flip side of that is, did you feel comfortable? Did you feel safe? Did you feel mm-hmm. um, empowered enough to do that for anybody else? Like, were you putting your emotions on other people? I'm going to, make a wild guess and say that you did not do that like you would not (laughs) you would not be the person to dump and pour on other people i saw i mean as part of that like you said a a very astute observation i saw my own emotions as a problem Mm. that they didn't have space that they didn't have value that they didn't matter and that's literally something that up until I'd say probably the last two or three months, I hadn't even seen for what it was. Mm-hmm. And understanding, whoa, I genuinely believe that my emotions do not matter. They don't carry value. Oof. Time out. No, primarily for myself, my emotions really matter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow myself to acknowledge them, to identify them. We've talked before about um, Atlas of the Heart, right? Mm-hmm. The, the book by Brene Brown that defines all these emotions very specifically mm-hmm. and continuing to build continuity and understanding and, and comfortability with my emotions of simply being, it's okay to just feel them. Mm-hmm. It's okay to express them Absolutely. with my partner, with you, with, uh, I mean, I don't know, my brand manager, my sister, these people that are valuable around me, these relationships that are impactful, that it's okay for me to say, Hey, I'm going through it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need just a space to to vent, to, to have some safety, to just get a hug. My feelings matter enough. Mm-hmm. And trusting that the other person that I'm interacting with, the relationship that I value, is going to respect themselves enough to say, cool, right now I can't. Give me 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hey, tomorrow can I drop by your apartment? Hey, can I send you whatever, some money, some food? Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Trusting that people understand how to do that as well mm-hmm. when I do it for myself. Yeah. And I think that your emotions are real just for you. I think that's what mm-hmm. we have to... Like, you can you can express them to other people, and I think that's really important. That's what we just talked about. And yep. we have to recognize that they are 
important specifically for us and that's it like yep our emotions can matter to other people but we're the ones feeling them and experiencing them and it's up to us to navigate them right like we can get help from other people but at the end of the day it's about us i think that's significant to recognize too hmm. Hmm. Yeah. i love that and like you said that bring so much more clarity to relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Because now we're not just throwing our emotions between one another. I can share, hey, you know, yesterday after we talked about or there was a comment made, I felt X, Y, Z. It's not a personal attack. It's Mm -hmm. not change. It's not do better. It's literally just sharing. Hey, I've noticed this come up in me. Mm -hmm. I want to share this with you. I want to express this with you. I want to hold space with you because you matter. Mm -hmm. That's the impact of acknowledging sitting and feeling just simply feeling those emotions Hmm. i don't know this makes me think about the ways in which we might stifle our emotions to appease other people right like Mm -hmm. i don't want to share my emotions with them because they're doing really well right like i don't want to bring them down or um i don't want to be a burden right or I don't really know how to express it in a way that's going to be received in the way that I would like. And so we constantly kind of just negotiate ourselves. Can Mm -hmm. I show up in this way? Or do I have to put on a show? Do I have to put on a mask? How much space can I take up? I don't know. I think it's really hard because like, we want to be authentic in our emotions, but we also got to, you know, gauge, perceive, read the room in some sort of way. Like, we can't just always be a ball of emotion that's running wild, uh, mm-hmm. taking people with us, right? Like, yep. I'm down in the dumps, you gotta come with me, or I'm doing yep. really well, come up with me, when that's not where other people are, because we can only control our emotions for ourselves. How do you do that? Like, how do you end up in spaces, and is this a place where I can really express my emotion, or how do we create space for people to bring their whole emotions to them? I don't know. That, that's such an impactful question. And like I said, it's really something that I've personally been reflecting on the last couple of months. And to me, I've a, an approach that's really worked for me in that way is to just ask. Mm. Like literally to just ask, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on. Can I share with you? Mm. Would it be okay if I come over and and just vent for a little bit? Hey, do you have the space for Mm -hmm. me to just express some emotions to you? Doing that kind of with myself, checking in with myself. Hey, how are we doing, Nate? What are we feeling? What's going on? Oh, we're feeling overwhelmed. We're feeling stressed. We're feeling happy. We're feeling sad. Cool. I can feel that. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, in relationship, instead of being this ball of energy that just bounces off and gets lots of opinions and lots of ideas and feels overwhelmed primarily sitting in understanding feeling my emotions hmm. and then when it the circumstance necessitates it asking for support asking for what you need mm-hmm. that for me has helped me so much to like i said allow myself to bring so much more value to my emotions as well as not stifle them yeah. i can feel them and i can ask for what i need without like you said trying to figure it out or is this the right moment or mm-hmm. is it too much no, just asking the question. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I love that. Like asking people for their permission, mm-hmm. giving yourself permission when permission has been granted. And I think on the other side of that is just understanding like you as a person, are you able to manage your emotions in those settings? Right? Like mm-hmm. 
if I see you coming towards me at a party and I'm like, oh, you're going through it. Like, <laughs> you're wearing everything on your sleeve. I mean, I think we have to have control or mastery over emotions enough to be able to, to function in social spaces. I think that's going to be important for us to practice, to do that self-work so we can, because we can't constantly be a tornado of all our emotions all the time. It's not fair to us or other people. Doesn't benefit anybody, nobody at all. And with that, we'll be back with the Feel For You segment. You're listening to the How We Feel podcast. We'll be right back with the Feel For You segment. Welcome back to the Feel For You segment where we give you tangible tips on how to apply what we talked about all episode long. Nate's going to kick us off. Perfect. Tip one, creating safety and priority within yourself to identify and feel your own emotions. Doing this will allow you to avoid being a ball of emotions, to be out with friends and overwhelmed, to always be that friend, that person that's kind of stuck in their own emotions, that's beholden to them, that can't get past them. Identify your emotions, let yourself feel them. That's real, that's real. Number two, setting emotional boundaries. What is okay? When is okay? Where is okay? It can't be all the time that we are triaging people's emotions whether they be our own or that of other people it's called therapy y'all and it can't be in the middle of a party am i getting that back or who can i receive that with right sometimes we have those friends that we can talk to properly but they may not be that friend for us and that's okay we need to be able to identify who those people are know that your emotions are just your own and that they're temporary. They will not last forever if we don't want them to, if we choose for them not to, if we actually do the work of feeling them. Absolutely, I love it, Joey. Next point, externalizing others' emotions. Like Joey had mentioned earlier in the podcast episode, the refuge room, allowing yourself to just be a safe space to listen, to hold space, to give kindness, to give love Mm. to the person who's going through the distress, even if it's yourself, rather than taking on the energy behind their emotions, Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to externalize other people's emotions. Huge. Thanks, Nate. Last but not least, asking for or giving options to yourself or those in distress. Do you want me to listen? Would you just like to vent? Are you looking for some solutions or would you like me to take an action for or with you? Giving people options when they are working through everything can be useful. Something tangible that they want to do instead of we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Let's make a plan and stick to it. I love it, Joey. There you go. There's our Feel For You segment. Thank you for joining us on the How We Feel podcast. There'll be new episodes soon. I'm Nate. I'm Joey. We appreciate your commitment to yourself. Share this with whomever comes to mind. To connect with Nate for life and relationship coaching, go to thenaterobinson.com. To check out Joey for social justice education, go to youthful-lifeshots.com. We've got so many more feelings to explore ahead of us. We're excited to have you along on this journey. You are loved. We We love love you. you. Keep checking in with yourself. How we feeling? Peace. Doing this will allow you to avoid being a ball of emotions. Siempre always beholden 
to your emotions. Hold on, time out. <laughs> this, where did you did you speak Dude, Spanish? Dude, holy shit! Did you I just spoke Spanish? Spanish. I was like, Samper. I was like, what the hell? Because I was like, he did not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Ah.